welcome. Welcome to a Miles Better Conversation, the entrepreneurial series. My name is Colin Miles, aka The Numbers Guy. Each interview will last around about 30 minutes and will allow us to get some insights and tips from our guests. In this series, I look to interview a variety of business owners from around the world and have them reveal what drives them and how they're approached to their individual businesses. As I'm making it my mission in uh, 2021 to help as many small business owners grow, scale and profit faster. And today I'm really excited to welcome Stacey Maynard, CEO of Stacey Maynard International and so much more. As I know we're going to discover her title just went on and on. And I was like, we'll keep it short, Stacey. So welcome. So thank you so much for uh, joining us today. Thanks, Colin. So really started excited to have what I'm referring to as the Miles Better Conversation. But before we leap in and do that, let's uh, I'd love to hear a little bit about all things Stacey and what makes Stacey tick and what is Stacey Maynard International? Because that's missing it. There's a, there's a lot underneath, I know. <laughs> well, first of all, um, it's very weird for me. I know I said it before we went on the air, but it's very weird for me to be on this side, meaning being the one who's being interviewed, because typically I'm the, I'm the one who's controlling all the buttons and the clicks and the this and the that. So for me, I'm like, oh, um, I'm, I'm feeling like I don't know what to do with my hands all of a sudden because <laughs> I do a lot of producing, right? I produce podcasts, I produce videos, I produce shows, I help people with live streams. So again, to be on the side where I don't see all those bells and whistles and all those admin functionalities, mm. it's hard. <laughs> well, I have to give, I, I'll chime in there momentarily before you leap into things. I have to give you credit. It's through your training that this is happening. So this is a real, I was excited to have you join uh, and see almost critique some of what I have done from your training. So, uh, uh, well, so far, so good. It looks great. No, that, that, that's good. So uh, background, very important. I know that's important. Yeah, exactly. Background on the video. Exactly. So I do video training. I do a lot of, uh, a lot of different things, but video training uh, was one piece of what I did. And I realized way, way back. I mean, I started I think I was 17 when I, like long time ago, uh, I worked in a one hour photo lab slash camera store. So this was, this is really dating me and aging me. So anybody probably under the age of 30 has no idea what I'm talking about. Correct. Well, but, but, stick it in an envelope and send them in to you. Yes, that's what I did. Yeah. And then I would take the film and I literally traveled all over the world from through people's vacation shots. So, but I also learned about um, camera, like we had a portrait studio there. So I understood about backgrounds and video um, from then because I would develop all of these photos and uh, some of them were very interesting. Again, <laughs> I got to see all over the world and sometimes I saw things I shouldn't. And we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> So let's just say some people should use a Polaroid camera back then. Now we don't have to worry about that. But back then, that's what I told them. Right. Indeed. 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 So what do you, what do you, I mean, obviously you mentioned about video and what, what else is, uh, what else is part of your portfolio so that the viewers and listeners can get a better feel? Well, basically my portfolio, um, a year ago, um, I do, I've done LinkedIn training. Let's back it up. I've done social media training for many years. Uh, about six years ago, I started to specialize in LinkedIn only simply because I love the platform. There's so much opportunity with it. And it's, I feel like it's like the ugly cousin of the social media world because nobody 
nobody's paying attention, right? Mm -hmm. Like everyone's over here on the cool ones, like Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and TikTok and Snapchat and all those really super fun ones and the sexy ones where you can really, you know, explore your personality. And I'm really happy to see that LinkedIn's kind of gotten on board with being able to express your personal brand in so many different ways. And the reason that I, that video came along was because I realized with my background and what I knew, and I'm a tech geek at heart. So <laughs> I understand that, uh, that need for, you know, I, I wish I could go and teach some of the newscasters considering we're, you know, when we were in COVID and they're working from their houses and they're doing these newscasts and these shows from their homes and it's literally, they're looking down at their camera. I'm like, people, folks, put them under the computer. <laughs> so I kind of married that. And, and with all the different social media platforms, jumping on board with video, it's just really important to understand the basics. You don't have to be, you know, at a recording studio, or you don't have to be a videographer, but the basics of, you know, what do you do with a webcam, you know, even with your phones, right? I, you know, I, have a, I get a lot of questions about this. Um, and that's just from my, uh, from my technical. So then about, I think I transitioned from there and my tech side, my tech geek side needed to come out. So I started, um, I started producing because I was doing that on the side anyway. So it was interesting because I started a podcast called link for success and it was all about LinkedIn season one. That's why my goal was to start a podcast that was all about LinkedIn because obviously that was my specialty. An interesting transition was when people started asking me about podcasting because mine was really successful. Like it reached, I think I got to top 35 on the iTunes charts. All of a sudden people were taking notice going, hang on, what's this whole podcast thing about? So I got questions about how to produce podcasts, how to get it out there. So I then started offering um, podcast production as a service. And then uh, we'll talk about what I'm doing with Faye Chapel, but her and I started doing a lot of live streams. And then I got those questions as well. Well, wait a minute, how do I make my live streams look even more professional? So I feel like there's lots of, there's lots of things that you can do out there. Unfortunately, not a lot of people are doing them well. Right. And that's your mission. I know it's where we'll talk a little bit later because uh, I've been through that journey with you uh, of uh, the GEA Global Impact Accelerator. So, so cool. So thank you. Well, thank you for the background. We can obviously, you know, we get the conversation. There's lots of opportunity to spiral off. Uh, feel free to enlighten our clients and viewers, listeners uh, to anything that you're doing, because it's all, as I say, my mission to help everybody um, grow, scale and profit faster through whatever methods and stuff. So we're going to leap in with number one, uh, question number one, uh, and that's perhaps the hardest. And then we get to you. Uh, what's the biggest challenge that you have right now and how are you going to overcome this? My biggest challenge right now, hmm, I don't know these questions ahead of time. So nope, nope. that's, uh, that's always another, uh, that's sometimes that's a challenge for some. Um, but I enjoy actually not knowing the questions ahead of time. So I actually asked you not to send them to me. So what's my biggest challenge right now? I would say my biggest challenge right now is the balancing act. Because I have with COVID and with lockdown and everybody working from home. I started off in January 2020 with my new office. I point that way because that's where it was in the other room. I had this fantastic office. I like painted it and decorated it. I was so happy. And then March 2020 hit and my husband started working from home. And we thought that we could work in the same office. And that lasted about 12 hours. <laughs> 
You can see there's a nice desk behind here. My wife and I tried the same. Uh, and I'm building another office because we cannot work together in the same office. Right. So this is my, so my office that I'm in right now is one that I had to not build, but I had to clean out because it was a storage room and I had to mm -hmm. repaint and redo. So I needed the space. So I would just say the balancing act of everybody being at home, because I was actually talking to my 17 year old the other day, because he goes, I don't understand why, because I'll do better. I'm more focused when they're not home. And he's like, but we don't bother you. Like we're on our own school stuff. We're on our own computer. And it's like just having bodies in the house that, you know, you can be interrupted at any moment is a challenge. And I would say that's my biggest challenge because I want to get into things and, and projects. And I have my list of my to do's and stuff like that. And I know some of them I can do while the anticipation of interruptions, right, yeah. some of them you can't, right? Like I know I want to start working on uh, moving my website over to Groove, Groove Funnels, but I need sort of that block of uninterrupted time. Yes. I find that that's probably my biggest challenge right now is trying to do stuff knowing you're going to be interrupted. And I know people excel at that, but that's not me. Okay. So that's that's probably my biggest challenge right now. Cool. And and you've overcome that by, as you say, taking and identifying what the challenge was. And I think that's probably the tip is that. Yeah. And I close my door. <laughs> Go away. Which is, yeah. <laughs> and that works and stuff. And I, and I think, you know, lots of entrepreneurs have many challenges and we, we sometimes get overloaded. And I think probably the tip I would say from what you've said is is break it down to what is the core, fix that and then other things will will come along and otherwise we just get overwhelmed don't we? well and i had to actually you know sort of sit down with my family and go okay we're now a business we're now all working together in this house called you know family collaboration so what does that look like what do you need what do i need you know what does my husband need you know what are our needs throughout the day to be able to get what we need done and we need to work through that um so it was actually a really good conversation because i learned sort of what they needed as well almost like you're working in an office with colleagues right and yeah. how do you and how do you function through that? Cool. Uh, in fact, we explored some of that. It was interesting with uh, Anthea Mumby, who's also part of our world because she she works with family businesses. And yes, exactly. I was actually funny because I was thinking of her because I was thinking, you know, when I was having a conversation with her at one point, like yes, family businesses, but almost everybody being in the world that we're all working from home could learn from exactly what she teaches and how she helps people through you know, working together as a family, but I'm like, well, I'm not working specifically with my business, with my family, but I'm trying to work within the constructs of sort of the together in the same house with my family. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. So again, yeah. uh, that was, that's an interesting link. So thank you. Um, now we, 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 you are a mentor yourself and a, a coach. Um, but how do you, <laughs> <laughs> well, I can testify that yes, I'll give you a, a nine, nine and a half, maybe a 10 sometimes. So uh, no, very good coach. I've been involved with your world for about a year. So thank you. But how do you continue to learn in order to stay on top of your game within your role and obviously your industry? You know what? <laughs> I guess it's just from pure interest and love of what you do. So I love the fact as soon as I see something has changed on um, on Facebook or a new feature has come out on LinkedIn or a new feature has come out on Instagram, that's my first thing I do. Like I wake up and I'm like, ooh, what is it? So I love new, I love change, but my curiosity sometimes can get the better of me. 
but my pure curiosity to how can we use this better? So how can this new feature, because a lot of people will look at a new feature and be like, oh, Facebook or LinkedIn changed it again. Like, do I have to learn? Well, no, but if you embrace what they've done and figure out how you can now use this new feature to your for your benefit of your business. That's what I love. So when I see something, I'm immediately either going live, I'm on a video, I'm doing a screen record video, whatever the case may be to go and look at the how exciting this is because I get pumped. Mm. And I get really, you know, again, really excited when things change in my industry. But again, I love the change. I embrace the change. And I love to see how they come up with new things. And again, how but it's also staying connected, right? Like I'm also connected to a lot of different social media people because I don't believe in competition. Mm -hmm. I believe in collaboration. So it's actually interesting. I'm part of this Facebook group and we're all digital marketers. I don't really consider myself a digital marketer, uh, but I do teach online marketing and training on that. So they allow me into the group. Right. <laughs> and we talk about all these different things. And, you know, if I can't, if there's a client that's not a good fit for me or whatever, or we just strategize together on, did you see this new thing? How is it going to work? So I feel like I bring that expertise also to my clients that's not necessarily me, but it's also the uh, people that I'm connected to and watching them and connecting with them, especially on the LinkedIn front. There's a whole community of us uh, here, both locally and globally. Uh, that were like, okay, did you see this? Did you see this? And they would be literally share with each other for right. the benefit of our clients. And I love that collaborative piece as opposed to, oh, well, I don't want to tell them because I need to be the first out of the gate. It doesn't yeah. work like that. If you actually mm -hmm. go with a collaborative perspective, everybody, everybody gains and everybody learns. Yes, no, exactly. So exciting. Cool. So thank you for that. Um, so my next question is a little bit about numbers. But oh, really? Sure. What a shocker. You're the oh, numbers guy. You're asking big numbers? Yeah, as the numbers go <laughs> to entrepreneurs, um, I feel there should be at least one number question, but it's only a general. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I'm not going to ask you what your turnover is or your profit. Please or don't ask me an accounting profit. question. No, no, I won't. I won't. I won't. What is the definition? No, no. But the, what, what is your biggest fear, perhaps? I mean, we've talked about numbers, and in, in many cases, people are already going, oh, my, my palms are sweaty. Uh, I don't know. You know, we were laughing about Start it. But sweat a little bit when we think yeah, about exactly. numbers. Uh, what is your biggest fear when it comes to your own business numbers? Is 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 there, you know, yeah. Um, I would say the unknown because I I feel like the accounting world is is over here specifically about you know the financial the financial numbers. Um, so I guess my biggest fear would be not knowing because I'm I'm a big you know when you know something you can do something about it. Cause I talk about numbers in a different perspective. I talk about from the analytics perspective and understanding those numbers, knowing where you're at. If you know where you're at, you know where to grow, you know what your goals are, you know, if you're meeting them, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But when it comes to the sort of the finances of the business, um, my fear is not knowing something. I'm a little bit of a control freak when it comes to stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm a little bit worried that I won't know something and I'll miss something. And okay. therefore, either I won't gain the benefit of it, or maybe I'll look at the numbers and go, oh, I'm here. But then I went, oh, wait a minute, did I miss this? And did I miss this? Right? And then my maybe numbers are lower or on the opposite front, did I forget, you know, to include this and this and my numbers are actually higher. So I feel like the a little bit of the maybe missing something or just the unknown of how that all works. 
Because I don't, yeah. So I would need to partner with somebody really good. Do Do you have a? I mean, and this isn't a sales pitch; it's just a general thing. Do you have a Do you have a partner in the accounting side, or do you do it yourself? I don't do it myself. Um, I hire somebody once a year to do my okay. taxes, but they are not a partner. Okay. Um, unfortunately, I don't feel that they are. Okay. Yeah, it, it just it's yeah it's it, it's not that role that they play in my business. Okay. I mean, and that, that's a common comment with entrepreneurs uh and you know we think i would suggest that perhaps one of the thought process for you and i'm not this isn't a pitch this is just to generalize is that there is like you have partners in the digital marketing and stuff i think that that could help you um even if it was a quarterly meeting uh, you know because once a year is not what it is not real time is is i think no it's not exactly historically at what you did and if you don't give it to them I mean, you know, tax season's just closing out here in the US and, and I'm sure in Canada's the same. But, you know, you're reviewing what happened 15 months ago, potentially. Exactly. Now, I'm pretty good with bookkeeping. I have to, you know, I have to say I'm, you know, I'm really good with spreadsheets and, and putting information in and data entry into programs and stuff like that. Uh, but I still feel like, yeah, that's probably... There's, you're, you're probably right. I think that's very good advice. Yeah, indeed, indeed. So, and I'll pitch you later. No, and uh, when are when are you going to be a tax person you, in Canada? Exactly, exactly. I don't know because <laughs> I can't hire you right now. Of course you can't. Exactly, which is why. So I said, that sucks. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have done that already. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. But no, but certainly, I think you know there is value out there in 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 getting that, even if it's just so that you know how much tax you owe after six months, you know, and right. after, you know, et cetera, it's certainly good or bad. Absolutely. Anyway, cool. Good. Um, I'm glad to give you some advice. <laughs> so what would be your, the next question is uh, a little bit from outside coming in. What would be the best compliment you've ever received in your business? Um, I've actually received uh, a ridiculously fantastic compliment one time and she actually put it out on her own Instagram story which was amazing. And it was simply that what I told her to do worked. Oh, what a surprise. <laughs> and all it was, was a lead generation strategy through LinkedIn. And she was a little hesitant at first because I was like, no, like, trust me, this works. I know it works. Um, I've had other people tell me and for her um, just to sort of accept it, try it, realize it works and then to be able to publicly say sort of that wow this and she landed a really big client because of it and she was so happy that she was able to do that so that just brings me a ridiculous amount of joy like I love that um yeah I would just say that that compliment that what you taught me mm -hmm. worked and I was able to gain that, like, because I want everyone to succeed, yeah. right? I'm not, I want to give as much information as I can. <laughs> so when she goes, it worked, I landed a big client and thank you. That was a huge compliment. I really love that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Because unfortunately, there are many tips and advice out there that don't work, do they? And I think that's. Yeah. Really yeah. I don't know who teaches some stuff um, yeah. because, you know, when you, you know, connect with somebody on LinkedIn and immediately get a sales pitch or worse, uh, connect with somebody and then they want to try to date you. Ooh, okay. I don't know who's teaching this stuff. Yeah, <laughs> Run yeah. screaming. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But there's some other apps and platforms that we won't go on to at the moment. Right. Indeed, <laughs> indeed. So cool. Now, 
Um, I know that you, you've mentioned that you have family. Uh, so you've had, uh, um, you've got a, a son, I think. Two kids, two, two teenagers kids. and a husband, and two a husband. cats and a dog and a partridge in a pear tree. And a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> okay, so as well as being a mum, what was the driver to take the leap and actually become an entrepreneur? Because you could have been a mum. You could have gone to corporate. Have you done corporate? What was the uh, yeah, exactly. So I um, did it all. So I was actually in a beautiful corporate um, career. I was in this amazing role, um, sort of the, I was sort of in the midst of a trifecta. So it was uh, direct sales. Um, so corporate sales, um, admin, management, marketing, which is where I learned a lot of my marketing and branding strategy. And then there was me in the middle because marketing and branding, uh, sorry, marketing and sales sometimes don't talk nicely to each other. In the corporate world are very, di very different philosophies there. Um, but then I was also working with senior management It was a global organization. And here we were in Canada running a country within a global um just a global front, which was really great, Canadianizing um, information, uh, working with the US-based organization. But I was sort of the hub of, you know, three different areas and being able to really stretch my brain, stretch my talents, love the company, love the organization, probably would have stayed there, love my boss. He was an incredible, credible human being. I give him kudos to this day. Um, such an incredible opportunity. Um, and then, so I was there for about 10 years. So I learned a ridiculous amount. I learned about sales. I learned about structure. That's how I learned about numbers. I learned a lot. I was an expert with spreadsheets at that point because uh, I was tracking a lot of things, doing a lot of reports. Um, I also worked in a showroom. So I got to meet all kinds of different types of people. I just love the job. I love the company. Everything about it was amazing. <gasps> and then I had two kids. I got married. Everything was wonderful. You know, I felt like, feel like that, you know, the, the 50s, you know, white picket fence, 2.2 kids, a husband, a dog. Like I literally was like, boom, I had it all. And then at the age of two, my younger son was diagnosed with autism. Mm -hmm. So I unfortunately was not able to maintain my corporate career. I had to, I was not able to juggle all the different appointments and therapies and all of that kind of stuff. So I went looking for a job that, you know, Okay, so I'm not sure when I'm going to work. I'm, I can, can I let you know tomorrow. I'm not really sure what kind of day he's going to have. Um, I might be able to work next Thursday, but if he has an appointment, not really. No one was willing to hire me under those conditions. <laughs> hmm, shocking. So I had to make money because therapy mm -hmm. was ridiculously expensive and mm -hmm. we weren't able to survive on one income, especially with the amount of money that we had to put out for different things. So an entrepreneur, I came and started my own business. And what I quickly realized, I actually started my business on, a, not a lot of people know this, but actually started my business as a virtual assistant because oh. I had that background. Yeah. So I created my website, great. I created my services, I created everything, business cards, I had it all done. My first client hires me. And as soon as she knew that I knew anything about marketing and branding and online and social media, she was like, oh, well, forget that. Yeah, yeah. So my website went out the window. My business cards went out the window <laughs> because I realized that a lot of small businesses didn't have that knowledge, that brand mm -hmm. consistency, the look, the feel, what does marketing look like? Um, but because I had that background and then I learned social media along the way, um, it was a great fit. So and then I started social media training with online marketing um, mm -hmm. and then it continued from there. So it's been a, it's been a journey. 
Indeed, indeed. And I'm sure if uh, if the client, if people want to go to stacymaynard.com, I think you'll hold, there's lots there, isn't it? That, that's, there that's, is. There that's is great. lots there. It's a little, like I said, I am in the midst of transferring my website. So it's a little outdated, uh, but for the most part, it's good. Um, lots of branding there, links there to be able to, to find me where I hang out. Cool, cool. Um, it probably looks a lot slicker than most of our entrepreneurials, but so I wouldn't worry too much about that. So. <laughs> but at that, I think that's the problem is when you can update your own website and yeah. I have the technical know-how to do it, I get bored quickly and that's probably my downfall is like, oh, I want to update my website. And it's like, well, you just updated it like six yeah. months ago. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you start over tweaking and I'm like, you know, and the old classic entrepreneur, you can make yourself super busy doing not a lot, you know, and, and stuff. And yeah, I used to be really busy doing nothing. Correct. Yeah. You know, and, and one of the things I try and talk to clients about is, is always, that, you know, you need to make sure that there is a time slot for revenue generation. That could be cold calling. And oh, I'm doing my website. But is that really revenue? Gen it's part of it. But it's it's following up. It's, you know, etc. So exactly. Calendar management. So cool. Um, thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, and we'll we'll put the links in the comments later as well for people to visit and, and things like that. So uh, I believe life's a journey is my next question. Uh, and life is a journey. Life is a journey. Uh, and the, a journey is best shared with a coach or a mentor. We're both in that world. So it would be wrong of us not to say that. But uh, who perhaps has been one of your best mentors in business or personal life? Uh, and what was it that they bought? You don't have to name them if you don't want to. But what is it that they bought that made them? special in your world what do you mean what did they what did they oh, buy I mean, why would you say they were the best the, oh, okay why, why why have you chosen that person was it because they were very structured i'm just again trying to give the viewers and listeners some tips as to what a good coach mentor brings um as we look to develop that side of our both of our well believe it or not my business partner faye chapel who i know you've had on your show as well um her, she was my coach Okay, she started so. as my coach and my mentor. And the reason that I chose her was because she was able to be straightforward and I knew what I needed and I needed somebody who was very action oriented. And she was the one that took me from being sort of this general online social media person. Uh, literally one day I was like, my business isn't going well. I don't know what to do. I need to make money. I need to make money now, not tomorrow, like now. Um, wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. And she goes, what's your favorite social media platform? And I said, LinkedIn. She goes, well, why don't you just do that? And I went, what? <laughs> and she goes, why don't you just do that? And it was literally like a 10 minute conversation that day. It was a lot of coaching before that. Um, but I needed somebody who was straightforward, um, wasn't going to accept my excuses and was not going to be too well, what do you think? And oh, let's man. talk. And yeah. why do you feel that you're procrastinating? Let's spend the hour of our time. Yeah, That's yeah. not me. I'm not a big, warm yeah. and squishy person. So I needed somebody who was also not that, she, I mean, she's lovely. Don't get me wrong. She's a, a friend yeah. as well. I love her to death. Um, but she's action oriented. She understood, understood what I needed, understood business understood what works, what doesn't work, and was able to give really clear strategy from here's the idea to execution and all of the steps in between. And then I was literally off, um, off to the races. So she was my first official business coach, business mentor, mm -hmm. um, and was like that for many years and still is. Cool. 
even though we work together um, and now have a business together, um, that's that was a really great experience uh, probably six or seven years ago when I was working directly with her. Cool, cool. Yes, I mean, I've also been in her world a long time. And you're right, she has her structure, her red shoes approach and uh, and things. So yeah, A to Z, Z, as he likes to call it. A to Z, Z, exactly. So <laughs> we've, all, we've all strunk the Kool-Aid of the Miss Chapel, so, but it works. So I think- that's, Well, that's, that's the thing is that she, she's very, very smart. And I also knew that I needed to be with somebody smarter than me. I consider myself very smart in business. So I needed someone who was smarter than me. And you never want to be the smartest person in the room. You no. always want to work with people who are much smarter, than, but who has also have been there. Yeah. That's the other piece that like she had been there, done that and was successful doing it. So I'm like, okay, well, you're my person. Mm -hmm. Cool. Good. So that leads us nicely on to what's next in your world. What are some of the things, and I know there's lots going on, so that's great. Nicely for you. <laughs> what are some of the things you're researching and implementing right now? How well, you, like like I said, uh, you know. How long? <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Sorry, how, how much time do you have? Yeah, uh, no, it, it, in actually, it's all very, um, we sort of started off um, thinking big, but again, you know, my tech geek side, I started doing more of the producing and understanding how to make all of things happen. So, you know, sort of Faye and I started talking and again, realizing that she's got the strategy side. She also has the tech side too, <clears throat> uh, which is great. And I have a little bit of the strategy, but I'm bigger on the tech and the how to's and implementation and the pr making things happen that we put two and two together, we were doing different things on different on our each individual sides, but together we could be a bigger, give more value, I guess, to clients. So we started, so four years ago, she had uh, what we call Mastermind City. She had a physical location that was Mastermind City. We moved that to the online and sort of rebranded it, still called Mastermind City, but rebranded as now an online community. <clears throat> so we have that it's mastermindcitycommunity.com or mastermind.city slash community, whichever one you want to go to. Both are, both are good places to land. And we have a place where people can be. And that's really what Mastermind City was all about. And then we have, as you've taken, we have different programs under that. One of them being the Global Impact Accelerator, GIA. And that's a training with eight modules and it goes, you takes you through everything you need to know. So we're there. Um, and then of course we just launched the community last week, two weeks ago, no, <laughs> which no, is really fun. Friday. Not Friday. It's only been a week. It's only been a week. And I believe there's a club called trust the numbers. Um, Oh, yeah, I'll pay I you later. The guy who runs it is great. Yeah, I'll, I'll pay you later for the plug. Thank you. And that's how fun. you and I got to know each other yes. was um, you knew Faye from before. And then you came into our Global Accelerator, uh, Global Impact Accelerator program. So it was really fun to be able to sort of sit down with her in the beginning and say, okay, what is it that you're teaching? And what is it that I'm teaching? And go, wait a minute. If we put the two of those, both of those together, it's a really impactful program instead mm -hmm. of, you know, you go over here and it really does give you the full, the full meal deal on everything you need to know literally for everything with your business from A to Z. Z. 
exactly exactly and it was it was a fun program i took that as you say no early in there yep. and then we decided to take that one step further so i would say you know most of our stuff now is through mastermind city um you know we're both sort of co-founders of that company and to be able to grow it into the community that we originally thought it would be four years ago mm-hmm. or even five years ago now uh, in the online and being able to take it. And it's just so fun to be able to sit down with people from all over the world because the biggest challenge with community on the social media networks is that different people are on different networks and different social media platforms for different reasons. Mm-hmm. So we needed to build something that was outside of social media. Okay, makes sense. You know, it's interesting. Look, and again, we'll put the links in a little bit later because certainly being involved with that as well, I strongly advocate people just sign up and, and join. It's a free, uh, free. Uh, and join the Trust the Numbers Club because the guy who runs it is amazing. Fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> we, we must have him on. Get him on. You know, you really should interview him. He 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 would be really interesting, I'm sure, and stuff. He, he could. My boring though, the numbers guy. You know, the word numbers. Yeah, but somehow you make numbers fun. I don't know how you do it. Yeah, no. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> I don't tend to talk very much about the numbers, which is what it's about. Just It's a done-for-you service. Let's have a chat and I'll do the numbers, you know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, right, cool. Thank you for that. Now, we said life was a journey and we are at a point in our life. If you were able to go backwards and go back in time, hot tub, time machine, and talk to your 21-year-old self, what might you say to them or to her? Sorry, not them. There's not multiple people. Them, he, her, doesn't matter. Um, what's what would I say? Thing? What's with this LinkedIn thing lately where it's they're putting after their name? It, uh, she, her, she, her. Is that what? what do you know what? It's I'm actually talking? in support of uh, the gender movement of right. gender identity. So right. this is how right. I identify so that other people also feel comfortable saying they, them him her so they're either identified um as a gender or some people don't identify as a gender so it's in support of that movement okay well thank you because i was like i'm confused as a yeah as a man i'm like whatever okay thank you for that 21 year old what might you say to her i would probably say to her to stop worrying about what other people think I wasn't as confident when I was 21. I was still, you know, just coming out of of the shyest person in the world, Mm -hmm. literally. Um, Probably when I turned 19, 20, I started to come out of my shell. Very, very shy before that. Um, So that was sort of that pivotal age where I was able to do that. If I was as confident and didn't care as much of what people thought now, (laughs) like then as I do now, I think my success would have been on a much faster trajectory mm-hmm. simply because I didn't take chances. I didn't take a lot of risks. Um, I mean, I moved to, you know, from one part of Canada to another part of Canada on my own. So that was a huge risk probably when I was around that age. Uh, but still, you know, if somebody were to say something negative to me, I was like, you know, would really go, Oh my goodness. Like, are they right? And I would sort of, you know, internalize all of that. Um, so that's probably the advice I would say is, you know, stop caring what other people think. Your people are going to like what you have to say. And that took a many, many, many years of drilling that into my head that go out on social media, put yourself out there. People are going to judge you. Yes. They're going to say negative things about you. Absolutely. But it doesn't matter. Those people don't matter. Focus on the people who are supportive, listening to you and your community will grow with like-minded 
rather than worrying about the few naysayers that are there because those seem to have the biggest um, the biggest voices. And even when I like was this, you know, I just started to think about being an entrepreneur. Like this was even before my son was born. I had like a smidge of a thought and I put one post out there and I got three or four people disagreeing with me. I immediately took the post down and I went, what was I thinking back now? I would have gone, Oh, right. It's interaction. (laughs) That's interesting. Yeah. Thank you for helping the algorithm say you've interacted. The algorithm. Right. (laughs) <laughs> we put a negative thing. Uh, you know, almost I was, uh, I see it if somebody negative, it's a badge of honor. It's, yes. they stopped scrolling. They took the time to write something terrible. Yep. The algorithm's gone, this person liked it. Let's, you know, so. Exactly. And plus, I love that debate now. I love those conversations. I love it when people don't agree with me. Yeah. I think it's, again, respectfully, because, you know, that just, just have some great conversations. I've actually turned negative comments on social media to fantastic conversations through direct messaging. I just want to understand your point of view. So I love that now before it would have really intimidated me. So I, again, that advice to the 21 year old is don't worry about the naysayers. Don't worry about other people and what they're thinking. Really focus on your message and really put yourself out there. The right people will embrace that and the wrong people won't and they don't matter. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Good. So we talked right at the beginning. Well, I mentioned right at the beginning, my mission is to help entrepreneurs grow, scale, and profit faster through various conversations and tips. So what would be your one top business tip that they that they could take away from this? And I may then repurpose this section as a, as a snippet. So no Make pressure. it good. No pressure. <laughs> Can you repeat the question? <laughs> <laughs> good delay tactic. That's the tip. If not sure... Ask again. <laughs> so you want to know um, what's your bit? What's my biggest? Well, a, big, a, a tip, a business tip. What's um, my biggest business tip? Yeah, I would say my biggest business tip is to probably related to what I just said, which is find your people. So you can't go at this alone. Um, There's people out there in all different aspects of your life. You can have the collaborators, um, which means you can do business. Even you and I were collaborating in this conversation to be able to, you know, you'll post on your social media. I'll post it on mine. There's the um, industry specific. So surround yourself with people who also know your industry fellow, whatever. We don't see them again. We don't see them as competitors. Like I said before, we see them as collaborators, but also who are just like-minded and want to see other people succeed. So find your, find your community, find your network, find a place where people are that are going to support you. That's probably not necessarily always on um, social media. Sometimes it could be in a specific group and that's okay. Find that group. Um, And I would just say like my, I would say to my um, 21 year old self is find those people so that they will support you so that when you put yourself out there and you put something, maybe that's an industry specific topic, they're the ones that are going to support you. They're the ones that are going to say, yes, I agree. That's great. And really comment and solidify what you think so that other people are also going to see that, yes, you are that expert in your field, but the people that you surround yourself with are so important to the growth of your business. And I'm grinning like a pleasure cat because that's your concept of mastermind city, isn't it? And that's what you're building for to have those people. So that, you know, your business tip, it's tied into 
what your business is doing. So that's that's great. Signature message. Stay true. Exactly. Stay true to who you are and don't worry about the naysayers. Yeah, indeed. So thank you for that. And the last and final question is, is a really fun question. Uh, it's what is your favorite movie? Could be more oh. one and why? Personality question, really. <laughs> oh, this one always surprises everybody. Uh, my favorite movie of all time is The Princess Bride. Oh, <laughs> I will kill you. My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father, prepare to die. Prepare to die, yes, indeed. I think what I love about that movie is the whole concept of never giving up. Because, I mean, the guy was literally dead. He's dead on the table. A miracle happened. He came back to life. But even though he was weak, he still had to continue um moving forward and i remember there's one line in the movie where it's like um he goes give me a sword and the guy goes well you can't why would i give you a sword you're not strong enough to hold it yes but they don't know that and i love that because it's like yes you can be and you can keep going and i just love the whole the whole concept of the movie is never give up never give up never give up keep going keep trying to find that love, whether it's the love of a person or whether it's the love of what you do or whatever the case may be. But I just, there's so much in that movie and I probably can mouth the words to pretty much all of it, <laughs> but it's just a grandfather reading a book to his grandson and lived out um, on the screen. So I just love that movie. I could watch it every single day. Cool. That's really fun. So thank you. Thank you indeed. Um, so I really want to thank, that's my 10 questions. So I appreciate your time uh, and stuff. So I really want to thank you, Stacey, for taking the time today to share your thoughts, ideas, and, you know, insight into what to tick, what makes you tick. Um, uh, the way that you've, your energy and enthusiasm comes across on the screen is, uh, is phenomenal. So certainly you're in the right uh, sector about video and social media. So, uh, so thank you. Uh, I would have been terrified to go live, like literally even five years ago. Right. Okay. Uh, maybe maybe 10 years ago. Um, probably not five, but yeah, 10 years ago, I would have been like live, forget it, video, forget it, recording, forget it, um, images only, and I'm done. Now I'm like, live, let's go. Okay. <laughs> no. And, and I, you know, we've explored this with some of the others as well, that it's it's so amazing. You know, it's no different than you and I having a conversation over a cup of coffee. And I yeah, think part exactly. of what you train is that, well, you wouldn't say, uh, hold on a minute during coffee, I need to just back up a little bit. It didn't quite come out as I'd expected it to. Right. Can we just, can we just, you'll edit that out, right? Yeah, of course, of course. Yes, indeed. <laughs> well, it'll be like a four minute interview because no, it's. it's yeah, exactly. Fun. Don't worry it's about that. Place. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, as I say, um, I do really want to thank you. We'll put in the comments as we, uh, uh, when I close out uh, some of the websites for you. So we'll put in the Mastermind City. Uh, we'll put in uh, obviously State, your, your main website. Uh, and of course, uh, uh, we'll have some fun uh, as we move forward in a way. So thank you. So again, once again, I do want to thank you is oh by the way is there any um i forgot to mention is there are either of those is there any freebies a report you mentioned about gia um i believe that there's a free report that they can access we might well if they go to the mastermindcitycommunity.com and they join in uh there's free courses there's probably about four or five uh free courses uh downloads that they can access without having to put in their email address again because i hate that yeah 
Um, they can also, if they go, yeah, there's a report, again, as part of one of the courses, they can click on it. And uh, that does require an extra opt-in. That's just because that's the way their system works. But you answer, I think there's a bunch of questions that you answer and you get this 40 plus page customized report and that's all free. So there's a lot of free resources in the community, both courses, clubs, lives, training, so much that they can access all free. Cool. Cool. Indeed. That's it's all about helping each other and stuff. Exactly. So, cool. So I want to thank, obviously, all of our listeners and viewers uh, for listening to this episode of A Miles Better Conversation. We'd love to hear your thoughts and comments as well as sharing this conversation on your social media. It'll be on mine. I believe Stacey's very kindly going to put it up on hers as well. So that's great. And we'd love you to check back soon for more episodes. Uh, in the series and look out for more interviews with entrepreneurs from around the world. Um, if, however, you'd like to be in the hot seat, uh, then please comment below or drop me a message uh, via the numerous platforms that you'll find me on uh, as uh, having been uh, through the trainings of Stacy. You want to be out there. Uh, as I mentioned right all the way back some 45 minutes ago, I'm making it my mission to help as many entrepreneurs in 2021 uh, become fluent and grow, scale and profit faster. And I'd love you to grab my free ebook, which you can get by going to letthenumbersdecide.com. I will also put that in the links below. Uh, my name is Colin Miles, aka The Numbers Guy. This has been a Miles Better Conversation. And one final thank you to Stacey for joining us today. Thanks, Colin. No problem.